The biggest question we got is, are you guys moving in together? Are you living together in New York? Is the apartment search gonna be an apartment search with Austin? Because mm. I've been taking you guys along on the apartment tours. And the answer is... Hell yeah. <laughs> Old news, by the way. Hey, listen, I moved here in February. <laughs> I moved here in February. I've been here like six months, man. So we've been keeping it a secret for eight months, uh, long distance, six months, I guess almost seven months now, it's 13 months um, in like person. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he actually moved here and into my apartment in Bushwick. Hell yeah. The day before Valentine's Day. And yeah, he's been hiding in the apartment the Five. whole time. I've been filming stories with him in the background. I moved his stuff out of the way so they're not in the frame so you guys can't see it. I I'm probably the one taking the pictures most of the time slash yes. videos um anytime like he could I could hear his voice in the background <laughs> I'll bet. I'll of my stories I'm like I'm trying to record a story uh, my apartment search is actually our apartment search yes indeed yeah um everyone was asking like oh is that why you're actually moving yeah yes and no like I that's true wanted to move out of my apartment anyway I've and been in there for like four years um and yes it's a two bedroom so it was very convenient for him to move into it but my lease was up anyway and i want to live we want to live in like a nice luxury building with like high rise bro. dishwasher you know washer dryer rooftop also why is a dishwasher and uh Washer dryer luxury in unit here i think that's my biggest adjustment is doing the dishes with my hands it takes he's, a minute. He's from um, the suburbs of California. I'm a so suburban. Yeah. This New York life is not for him. It's not true at all. I fit in like a glove. I meant the New York, real New York life with people that live without washing machines. <laughs> okay. But at least, I mean, it's doable. <laughs> washing you just got to pay an extra kind. few million. Yeah. He's been scrubbing his fingers to the bone doing dishes. That's why you guys haven't seen him since February. I've just been keeping I'll just be doing dishes, man. At the sink. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, we're looking for an apartment together. So all those prices I've been showing you guys, luckily we'll be able to split them because I can't afford to live in any of the apartments. 4K for a studio is insane, that I showed you guys. by the way. Um, but yeah, what's what are, like, what are your feelings and thoughts about living together? I think um, as somebody that hasn't lived with another significant other before, I have no bad habits, I would say, <laughs> or like I, I'm a blank canvas. And I think one of the main focuses that I was looking forward to coming in is like the as long as you're comfortable, I'm comfortable type of thing. Obviously, chores are going to get done. So I wasn't worried about that. Um, and obviously, we we meshed pretty well. It's like we can talk for hours and, and time would melt. Us. So it's like I didn't think it was that big of a deal the way people make it seem like it's a big deal. I think every person it's a relative experience. Um, for me anyway, I was like, if times do as times do. So, um, I think it to like wrap it up. Like I feel, I felt very comfortable moving in for sure. Yeah. I think, I don't know how I've, I never have really thought that moving in with somebody is that big of a deal. Right. Um, until I did it and then we broke up. So it's like, it did become a bigger deal to me after that because the like past up, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> because the breaking up. Everyone that listens to this podcast knows I've lived with someone that uh, my five year ex. Yeah. So breaking up when you live together is horrible. <laughs> mm. 
So that's the only reason now that I feel like I treat it as a bigger deal. Before I was like, everyone's freaking out. Like, why are your parents upset? Relax. Like, chill out. Like, yeah. if we move in together, we'll just move out. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> but with us, like, with how we met and fell in love on, you know, in a mm. month, mm. Um, in an environment where we were together all day, every day, it's like, it seems quick. I feel like it seems quick to move in with someone after eight months. Mm. But, like, for us, it, like... At that point, it felt like we'd been together for years already. Yeah. And people know me at home. I'm, I was never like, I need a relationship. I need a relationship. I'm like, nah. I'm like, I was almost like anti. I was like, bro, it's got to be like the perfect person for it to happen. So even when I came back from the show, I was like, there's no way, bro. It's like that fast. Like it had to be serious if you found somebody that fast. Yeah. Whenever we like did FaceTime your friends, everyone was like gobsmacked. Like they were just flabbergasted. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Even that, Courtney's like, like, I've never seen you like this before. Hey, I'm Chelsea. They're like, oh my God, you really yeah. have a girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like because we met when we were hanging out every single day, like moving in together was just like a natural next step. And also like, I love it. Like I love hanging out with you all day. Yeah, we're vibing. Day. Yeah. 100% so of the time, I like living with yeah. you. Obviously there was a bit of a learning curve, you know? You move from as you can expect i think with anything there's gonna be some type of like growing pains it's like you go from suburbs to like a fast pace that's what it was city. growing pains it's like we were just getting used to each other in like our home environments right yeah so it's like it, I, I would be more i would be more skeptical if we didn't have some type of growing <laughs> pain because then you yeah. can't figure each other out if you're like oh no everything's fine everything's good oh no you that was not that, that wouldn't have been me at all <laughs> no but i feel like I don't know, maybe like the first three months-ish. But now I feel like we're so in sync and chill, like at home. Yeah, a lot yeah. of synergy. Yeah, so that's the moving situation, guys. Stay tuned um, <laughs> for the end of this month and see where we live. Yeah, we'll post it. We'll... As of right now, we have no idea where we're living. And if you have any recommendations <laughs> or a free condo, let me know. We have um, <laughs> 20 days to figure it out. So find keep that. you posted. Easy. Um, okay, this question says... What was the biggest challenge about being in hiding? And like other people had asked if there was anything we liked about keeping our relationship private. I think the hardest thing was just the the uh, amount of time we had to do. I think if it was hiding for a few months, it would have been more manageable, but it's like, you almost get like fatigued at a certain point. You're like, all right, bro, fuck it. Like I'm about to just <laughs> post your face right now. Cause it's like, imagine not being able to talk about like your significant other or like just some type of loved one. Yeah. Imagine getting like a brand new puppy, can't talk about it. Then you don't have a puppy. There's no shot. There's no way you have one. You didn't post it, so it must not have happened. Um, so. That was a great example. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine how excited you would be to get a brand new puppy. Yeah, he's one now. He's anything. one. He's in college. He has kids. It's not a cute anymore. It's different. Yeah, it was very much like that. It's like we literally fell in love. He yeah. fell in love for the first time. Couldn't tell anybody. Obviously, we told our family and like our closest friends. Yeah, yeah. But slowly started to seep out more. yeah it's like obviously i have a very public life i have yeah. this podcast i like post all the time for a living and i couldn't tell you guys about any of this um like if you i even like listening back to my podcast episodes for the past year it's i'm just talking like i'm single yeah yeah so that's pretty much why i don't listen to the majority of the podcast because like yeah man dating's so hard in new york and they're all right about I didn't all this other stuff it's like okay bro he does he does not listen to the podcast you guys i don't even know if he'll listen to this i'll listen to it <laughs> i'm looking forward to it now that you can talk about being in a relationship solid. whatever i do talk about dating a lot i get it <laughs> um yeah, that's the niche right that's your that's your theme i think 
And the other part of the question was like, what do we like about being private? I think for me, and I was telling you this in the beginning too, because we were both like, this sucks. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, once we tell everyone about this, like there's no going back to our little bubble. Right. Like we were very much allowed to kind of like grow and nurture our relationship and go through like everything privately. Without having to, yeah. Without having to worry about like what people were saying or thinking or like the pressure of posting shit. Um, Because like it wasn't easy. Like it's not easy to come off of a show, be long distance across the country, like with the time difference and FaceTiming every day. Like there were hard parts. Um, And I think having that extra layer of like, going through it publicly just doesn't help at all yeah um so like it was too long for sure (laughs) absolutely way too long 13 months um but yeah so like actually having a little private time to kind of like build and grow the relationship really 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 strong before we yeah told people that part was kind of nice but yeah i mean he's my phone background (laughs) sometimes people would see that i didn't do that until like a few like a months month ago. ago, yeah. Because I was like worried about people. Because yeah, no, people like fans would come up to me and like they see my phone and stuff, whatever. That could be anybody though. That could be anybody. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you? Uh, did we say our favorite thing about? There's no favorite thing about being in hiding. Like. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, much. no, that it just it sucks. Refer back to the puppy analogy. Yes. Um. Biggest challenge being in hiding. I mean, we kind of said like. Yeah. The whole thing was a large challenge. And how did we keep it a secret? I mean, if there's perceptive people out there. People like were in your comment section sometimes being like, hey, are you still with Austin? Or like, did Chelsea take this picture? And we would just delete the comments. Get them out of Or even when we're in Florida and we did like holding hands and then someone's like, oh, it's Austin's hand. I'm like, how the, f- like, there's no way oh my, my God, hands. Oh my God, yeah. Our, first, our very first soft launch was in Florida after the show we we were at the wedding and we literally took a picture of our hands like this just holding it was just our hands just the hand couldn't see anything else and this guy had my social security number (laughs) my address my like everything i'm like bro who are these people it was literally just two hands there was nothing even identifiable i didn't even have nails on like there was nothing that somebody could have been like that's chelsea whatever and um people were like austin's in florida chelsea's in florida they're together I'm like, somebody had posted it. It's a big state, buddy. Within like six hours. That was the first time we were caught. But we were caught many times over the past year. We just deleted or ignored them. Unless it was like a Reddit thread and it was like, uh, I mean, yeah, the rider dies, they knew. But other than that, you know, we would just try to keep each other out of each other's stuff. Hair. I posted like a couple of like across the table soft launches. People would be like, is this a soft launch? I'm like, yeah. But you're going to have to wait six more months. Six more years for it to come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, when was the show filmed? It was filmed last June. Mm. So June, all all June 2022. And then it is now July. So 13 yep. months is why we keep saying that. Oh, my God. This one's cute. Easy when did math. y'all get to finally exchange numbers? Oh, me, bro, as soon as I got our phone, you're like, yeah. oh, do you want my number now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think <laughs> in the hotel room when we were waiting to go to the airport, we yeah, got our yeah, phones yeah. back and I was like, can I have your phone number? <laughs> remember the first, I think the first text. You remember the first text? I love you. Oh, yeah. You after we that. left. I was like, that's adorable. Yeah. After we left um, Florida and he went to the airport, this is like the first time we'd separated in like 30 days. 
Mm. He texted me and said, like, oh, I made it to the airport. I love you. And I was like, oh, my God. The text. He texted. Like, it was the first time seeing Nonchalant. Him. Seeing your name come up. You said, I love you Regular. via text. Like, it was very real at that Regular. point. Um, let me look at the other question. I got one. Low-key different. How do you feel about, like, names? Babe, baby, honey. Because oh, for me, names. that was that was like a a curve. I wasn't used to that, obviously, because I, I don't I haven't been in that many relationships. Is that something that you always did? Uh, and what, uh, is that something that you always like went to? I feel like babe and baby are different. I think babe is less serious than baby. I would never call anyone baby if we weren't in a relationship, like boyfriend, girlfriend. I would call people babe. Like I call a friend babe. I right. call, you know, I don't know. But, but that, those were like just the go-tos. Yeah, I've never called anyone this sweetie. That's weird. Sweetie's like, I mean, it's used as an insult now at this point. I well, when like, two girls are fighting and like you call thank someone you, sweetie. Yeah, that's, that's it, bro. It's a wrap, bro. They're throwing hands. Um, uppercut's coming in three seconds, top. Uh, yeah, I feel like in relationships, like, baby is my go-to. Yeah, I was like, but. <laughs> we don't have any, like, <laughs> I don't have any weird names that we call each other. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Not that we would say on here. <laughs> You're being- <laughs> we don't have any. We don't have any. He's joking. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Um, have you met each other's families? So yes I, no. I've met Austin's mom, dad, sister, sister-in-law. I've <laughs> been part of your the nephew's majority. gender reveal. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I've met all of her close friends, and none of her like immediate family so not mom or dad sister brother well it's because of the distance so yeah. his family lives in california and so when i went to visit him in california it was very easy to meet your right family yeah. my family lives in atlanta so when he came to visit me in new york we didn't Can't see my it. family yeah so we still haven't met mine but we're gonna do that asap very soon get him down to next ATL. couple months i heard a lot about atl they got good food i heard <laughs> yeah why are you laughing at this? Is that like not like is that just normal? Like that's not normal? It's just a very random thing to throw in. Bro, if you're if you're traveling to like a city, what's the first thing you think about? Food. And you're a foodie. Yeah. That's not the first thing you think of? I was just thinking about my mom and my parents, and then you were just talking about food. I'm talking okay. Uh, yeah, I'm saying outside of that. Like, yeah, I was saying Atlanta? outside of Atlanta, the great right. city of Atlanta. They got great I was talking, there, don't they? Oh my god. Chelsea, <laughs> I'm talking about the food. Wings, yeah. They got a good Shout uh out to the burgers, man. <laughs> Uh, what's the next question? Um, what is your favorite thing about me and your biggest pet peeve? That's a favorite. Good one. Yeah, that's a great one. I think my favorite thing about you is that you're always, and I think we have this in common, is that you're always looking to see how much better you can become as a person. And the fact that you, I guess we are doing that together is just kind of like extra fuel it's like you think in different ways that i don't like i don't think like you give perspective to a lot of things that most people don't think about and you're great at advice you didn't really they didn't really show your advice at all oh. so um i think my biggest pet peeve is that you're never on time <laughs> <laughs> ever to anything um to put it short but i think i think you've never told me that what do you mean you never actually said i that. think it's because for me I, I get anxious when i'm not on time Depending on what it is, I mean, this was your thing, so I wasn't like, ah, oh, whatever. As long as we have time to talk, type of thing. But I think if it's like like an event that I had or like like a big whatever, 
I get nervous to be on time. Even like the meeting I got after this, I'm like, I'm nervous to be on time type of thing. So it's like, if it's that, and then you're just like, ah, we're going to be late. I'm no, like, no, I I'm, I'm not late to things that are like. I think everything you're late to. That's not true. <laughs> I'm not late. To most when things. it's like very important to be on time, I'm on time. But I feel like that's such a risky thing to say. It's like, you're like, oh, it only, as long as it matters, I'll be on time. So like the things that you relate to. I'm not like saying my like stuff. my friends don't matter at brunch, but it's like, <laughs> is it really that important if I show up seven minutes late to a brunch? It's not Spending that. Seven minutes? I'm saying it's not 70 that big of a minutes, deal. maybe. I'm, I'm not. It's like CP time and then there's like Chelsea time. That's not true. <laughs> I am, I'm like a, I'm, I'm like a five to 15 minute late girl. Why are you lying? I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm saying people, some people are late like an hour. I'm not late like that. That's rude. I think there's like 30 minutes to an hour. And I think you're like closer to like 30 minutes. more. I am not 30 minutes to an hour to late to anything. I am, today? I am one to 30 minutes. There one was, minute. This is my podcast. I, I could show up anytime between 1030 and one. I wasn't late. <laughs> Are we late to leave right now? It's yeah, we gotta get one. out of here. I'm talking about I'm talking about your my pet peeves with you. Uh, fair. <laughs> Wait, you gotta say what you love about me. No, just pet peeves. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about you. Wait, start with the pet peeves, and then the, it'll end on a better note. Okay, great. I should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Biggest pet peeves. I think my biggest pet peeve. <laughs> I have two. They're kind of related. No, you only get to choose one. Whatever. The sheets. Biggest, pe biggest pet peeve. The sheets. That's fair. You, he literally, everywhere we go, home, hotels, like, refuses to sleep under a top sheet. So then <laughs> I have to be, like, under the top sheet while the rest of it is balled up in between us. And then, like, I don't know what he does at night, but every time we go somewhere, the hotel sheets are, like, like, when I sleep, the sheets are the same where they were when we woke up. When we wake up with him, there's the fitted sheet is pulled off the bed somehow. The pillowcase is off. Everything is off. Like, it's so annoying. I don't know how either. It's I can't. It's so annoying. Uh. And then if you, you fall asleep before I get into bed, and then you burrito yourself, and then I can't even, and then you get mad that I wake you up. Like, I'm sorry, I needed a blanket to go to sleep. <laughs> that was one time. All the time. And time. he claims to have misophonia where oh yeah he can't stand the sound of other people chewing right my whole family can attest to this since i was like two and 100 percent. one of my favorite things to do is to get in my bed and watch tv and like eat my delivery but like i can't eat anywhere near this man like i can't enjoy myself like i can't enjoy a meal I can't, I, can't sit, I can't sit at the table and eat. I can't sit, be in the other room and eat. I can't other sit in my bed. Other room and no, you crazy. the other day I was eating my pretzels and you from the other room are like, pineapple. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a safe word for like two we have, a, we have a code word. If it, if, we get, if it gets to the point where I need a, we need a word that you're eating to, it's not that you're eating something, but you eat the crunchiest. Like you got it like a hardware store. You're just eating nails. I love crunchy snacks. Like, okay, I can understand eating like a, I don't know, what's soft? A soft baked cookie. Your no, ice, no, 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 no. ice cream you eat all the time in bed, No, by the way. But you get crunchy tacos, you get taki, hot, not taki, Cheetos. hot Cheetos. It's like, Chipsy okay. <laughs> it's like the crunchies. I can't even hear the subtitles, bro. That's Whatever. how bad it is. I think crunchy chewing is better than people smacking. Like, I think yeah. soft chewing like with both. the lip smacking is disgusting. A crunch? Oh, who cares? Who cares? Bro? Anyways, I can't eat in peace. In my own home, and I can't sleep in peace. In my our home. own. So those home. are my, <laughs> those are my pet peeves. 
And then to wrap it up, whoo, my favorite thing about you. I remember when we first got together and like when he said all my friends were grilling me, like grilling him, all of them were like, they didn't even plan this. Every single one of my friends was like, what's your favorite thing about Chelsea? I was like, hell yeah, bro. Bread and butter. <laughs> to answer this like 75 times in a row. Yeah, on every FaceTime. Um, I love and admire how, and I kind of mentioned this before, but like how disciplined and consistent you are. And not even just with me and us in the relationship, like with yourself. Like that's something that inspires me and that I wish I was more like, because you're literally like your routine, like how you take care of yourself, how you take care of your body, like the gym, how you eat, like you do not stray from that, mm. which is definitely like a major form of self-care and self-love. Yeah. Um, and I would love to be better at that, but I just, I love watching you do that every day. And I think it's admirable. I appreciate <laughs> it. I think it just comes from like, how much better you feel because of that type of thing. Yeah, but still, I think it does bleed into our relationship too. Cause it's just like, from the beginning, you've always been sure you've always been consistent and you, you've always been, yeah. And that makes me feel good. Like it oh. makes me, it always made me feel like safe and comfortable to express myself, to be myself. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up, babe. Yeah, we do, it's been um, eight hours. Okay, one thing I ask all of my guests, my final question is, is there anything you want to be vulnerable about? Growing up in Orange County, I uh, was very, very quiet, very introverted. And my family can attest to this well. My close friends can attest to this as well. I was very anxious growing up, and I was always known as that introverted kid. And a lot of social, social settings would, uh, would deplete me within like seconds of being there type of thing. And uh, I pretty much got to the point where I just feel like I was super limited just as a person that it's just like, I, I can't live like this. And it wasn't like a, all right, I'll just be extroverted. It was more just like, okay, what are the things that like scare me and how can I work towards those so that they don't? Um, and then just kind of in the process of doing that, I got reached out for Bachelorette. <coughs> And which I thought was a scam, by the way, because it's just like, you want to be on a network dating show? I was like, sounds very scammy, but hell yeah, sign me up. It's like, for me, it's like, am I going to let my mind like limit the way that I want to live? And so when an opportunity comes, it's not going to be, oh, you're ready. So here's the opportunity. It's like ready or not, here's the opportunity. So I um, I took that and I, and I ran with it. I did things that and still do things um, that scare me and give me anxiety because it's like, I can't let an emotion run my, my life. You know, I can't let how I think or feel about something dictate who I could actually become as a person should I have not thought like that. And so I try to challenge a lot of my thoughts. I don't take a lot of my thoughts seriously um, because they only know up to this point, like they don't know past this point. So it's like, you are the sum of your thoughts just throughout your life, right? So I, um just by understanding what my thoughts are, where they came from, I can kind of get that awareness to get out of that. And I think a lot of the books helped me gave, they gave me a lot of perspective on how to do so. Um, so like going on the show, like that was on the second show, I would say, I just, I, I feel like I didn't get enough uh, a chance on Bachelorette, obviously night one. And so I went on to the, another show just to be like, okay, I want to get into the very, like, what if I just went on a show and became completely vulnerable and open and, and 
um, accepting of the process. So um, I guess for me in a nutshell, I'm somebody that run towards fear. Am I going to act? And even in, in certain situations, like, do I still feel like I, like I get shaky or quivery or like, do I feel like I stutter or do I feel like I, I even like blank out on certain occasions when I'm doing uh, certain interviews? It's like, but I, I'm going to do it because it's like, like, why not? Just because my thoughts tell me I can't, just because my emotions are telling me I can't do something, I'm not going to do it. Like, no, it's I, I can't live like that. Um, so I guess in a sense, that's me in a nutshell, is me trying to push who I was as a person into, I guess, like a higher version of myself. Um, yeah. There's not going to be a re like a way to like cross the finish. Like, all right, this is my highest self. It's more <laughs> just like an ongoing pursuit of what I thought wasn't possible. It probably is possible. Um, but and, you know, how can I achieve something like that, I guess? Yeah. And it's just like so hard for me like i've told you to imagine you as the quiet person that like, yeah. all your family and friends say that you used to be yeah and i have to remind myself sometimes too because it like wasn't that long ago but obviously i've known you for a little bit over a year and like mm. since i've known you like like even on the beach like austin was like the guy that everybody wanted to be around like yeah. so social outgoing like the funny goofy guy like the producers loved him like everyone there loved him he was giving everybody advice <laughs> um so so many books read man. it was just after we left and you told me all this i'm just like well you told me before yeah, but in a sense it's just kind of it's so interesting to me that you've done that and also impressive because yeah. you pushed yourself so so much and so far from right. how you used to be and so you go from like like a, a kid that's very, very shy, doesn't like to talk to people, super, super awkward. And I was very skinny at the time, so confidence wasn't very high. To somebody that's dating a supermodel on a podcast coming from a reality show that was just on Us Weekly. Like, that's the power of not believing what you think and feel, because they're not accurate. They're just going based off personal experiences that you held on to in your past. Um, and so I recognize, and I still have those feelings to this day, but they're not as strong. Um, but obviously there's still some of them that are strong that you try to work on, but it's like, you, you look for those, those little, like, damn, I'm, it's kind of catching me again. Like my, my stomach's dropping. I don't know why, like, why am I, why am I acting like this? And like, when I ask myself, it's like, oh, like, I remember, you know, when this, this, and this happened, I, I'm still feeling onto that, which I think uh, therapy helps out very much as well. But I guess for me, I'm more of like a, a meditative guy, um, to just kind of be like a, always working on myself type of person. So yeah, I, um. I just always look to see what's next. And there's always something that comes into my life um, to show me that. It's not like a, I go out. It's almost kind of like I, I attract it. Yeah. In a sense. Because even like both both shows, I didn't apply to either of those shows. Both shows just ended up in my in my email box or Instagram. Yeah, yeah I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. That is the end of our very long episode. Yeah. Our Q&A. You got to know us hopefully a little bit more. Um... Austin, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Absolutely. Uh, Instagram's Austinsley. So I pretty much just combine my first and last name. So it's my first name and S-L-E-Y. Uh, TikTok is just my last name. But instead of an I, it's an X. So T-X-N-S-L-E-Y. Um, that's pretty much it. Probably. It's probably the main ones. Yeah. And you can find me at Chelsea Vaughn on Insta, at Chelsea Vaughn underscore on TikTok. We're gonna start making a couple of content. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. We've been waiting. I've been to looking make, for yeah, we've been looking to make the couple to that. TikToks. Heavy. Um, and then you can watch this whole episode. You can watch us in the studio 
at Vulnerable Pod on YouTube and at Vulnerable Pod on TikTok. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.